and welcome to episode 28 of the Risk Cheese Radio Podcast, your place for horological hot takes, taboo topics, and often unpopular watch opinions. I am one of your hosts, Schmidt, and I'm joined as always by my good buddy. You guys know him. You love him. Mr. Bro Dinky. Bro, what's going on, my friend? Episode 28. Feeling pretty good. Uh, yeah. Plugging along. Uh, no signs of stopping, so... <laughs> um, yeah, we're not we're not ready to get canceled just yet. We nah. still got to get to at least thirty, right? We got to yeah, we yeah. got to end on a nice kind of I like round full numbers. fledged round numbers. Yeah, uh, yeah. Aside from that, just finished another night of work. Everything's pretty good. Um, looking forward to the weather warming up a little bit, and I think that's going to tie a smidge into our topic tonight. Okay, what is the weather right now? Uh, here in New York, it's still a bit breezy. It's like mid fifties. It's it, we've had a few nice oh, days, but, but I don't think we've broken seventy, maybe or seven. Yeah, I don't think we've broken seventy yet. So, oh wow, okay, yeah, yeah. So it's still it's still fairly fairly chilly over there. Yes, for someone like me who that lives in a warmer climate, that's that's pretty chilly. For someone like me who works in a warm climate, it's it is chilly. <laughs> <laughs> i can imagine i can imagine i can imagine the kitchen gets pretty uh, hot sometimes uh, honestly it feels good man when you walk out the door at the end of the night you're like oh thank god yeah you're not st- you're not standing in front of a 500 degree oven 600 you, degree oven you can unstick yourself from yourself it's yeah it's quite liberating as i can only imagine <laughs> see see i knew there was something else to, to you staying thin it's you just literally sweat out all that's the what bad it is stuff i just eat. There's no water in my body at any time. All right. So what what's uh what's the big topic? We we're kind of touching on this a little bit. You said, you know, weather kind of related to what we're talking about today. Um, so what what's the big topic for the for the boys and girls at home? Well, I like to keep uh the jump on everyone, sort of, and before the weather turns and everybody's got their summer watch episode in, I want to get mine in so okay. I can uh lay claim to it. So here we go. today we are talking summer watches. I like it. I'm here for it. So summer watches 2022. Correct. Um, fantastic, man. So to kind of get into this, uh, do you kind of want to lay some some ground rules or like what what kind of is your justification for a summer watch? Or? Yeah, I think for starters, given that we're kind of laying it out as 2022 summer watches, I'm kind of kind of stray away from older stuff. I'm going to okay. stick mostly to somewhat recent releases or coming releases for this upcoming season. Sure. Obviously, there are always plenty of vintage examples, I think, that are perfect for this. And, like, how could you go wrong with, like, any orange Seiko diver, right? Like, for a summer right, right, watch. Right, right. So yeah. I'm going to stay away from that. I'm going to s- stick with the newer stuff. I think uh, sort of the limited format kind of makes it a little more interesting, kind of forces yeah, yeah. you to forces you to make some creative decisions. So I'm going to go with that. The other part of this is that I was thinking about it, and I don't know if I've ever heard the exact guidelines for a summer watch, kind of like how people have guidelines for like a skin diver as opposed to a diver. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of these summer watch guidelines. Like I have my own set that I kind of – consider in my head but i feel like everybody yeah. just has their own also and i think that that's the idea is just like there is no generalized consensus like it, it's it's different when it's like this is a dive watch right it has to be a 200 meter water resistant it has an yes. iso certification like there's actually like a standardization for 
the spe- the specifications here, right? Yeah. A summer watch can be anything. I mean, there's people that would you know maybe classify a Nomos as a summer watch. I mean, it's just there's such a wide range, and that's I think uh, a, a kind of a good good jumping in point. So, bro, why don't you tell the the folks at home what is what is your summer watch? What is your definition? Are you are you assuming my season? I am. Yes, <laughs> very much so. We're going hard on this. Well, here's where it gets kind of tricky for me, because I think immediately people are drawn to brighter, more vibrant colors for a summer watch. Agreed. Agreed. But then I have plenty of watches that I think are pretty summery that are in the black to gray scale or white. So I think part of it is versatility. Part of it is the ability to be active and make those transitions. I know the stupid cliche term. I always forget it. It's like something stupid, like surfboard to boardroom or whatever the hell it is. Or Yeah. Beach to boardroom. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that, but that kind of applies to the summer watch. I feel like. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, you know, it is one of those, those seasons where you get out of work, you still got plenty of daylight. You're like, let me go. I was going to say something worse, but mess some, mess some things up. Right. Yeah, Cause yeah. some trouble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so so that plays into it for me. And I, I again, sometimes I just stare at a watch and I'm like summer watch. And then other times I'm like, what makes this a summer watch? Yeah. Uh, what about for you? What do you think? I, I mean, I think I think we're going to have very similar kind of like guidelines here for me. I'm a big proponent of of bright, colorful dials. I, I just for me summer watches it should be a celebration of a fun and exciting time especially for where i live the summer is filled with hunting trips and being on the lake and going to the beach and doing all these fun activities outdoors around water kind of really diving in if you will pun intended into a a, a kind of adventurous lifestyle and really celebrating that and so for me i need a watch in my summer collection if you will that uh, can, that can certainly hold pace with what I'm going to throw at it, whether that's crushing cans with the boys or doing something fun with my kid, you know, and my wife, or you know, just having a great time outside doing a barbecue. I mean, I want a watch that can do anything and and look stylish and and cool in any type of situation. So that's kind of my first thing. My second thing is um, is really versatility with with regards to like how you wear the watch. So for me. A lot of my summer watches come on rubber straps, but there's also some options that you know they can change out for leather or for a bracelet. So for me, having that versatility and the flexibility to to wear the watch in any situation is really important. And lastly, I summer watches gotta for me at least have a screw down crown. That's just kind of a kind of a thing for me. Very interesting. I guess that kind of lends to the versatility aspect and that yeah. You could just say to hell with it, I'm jumping in the pool. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of shenanigans that happens in the summer, right? Crushing cans with the boys, like I mentioned. I mean, sometimes people get a little rowdy and they want to push you in the pool. Your watch better be ready. That Nomos Club just might not survive that dunk, you know? Yeah, kid running the sprinkler. <laughs> All kinds you gotta of go stuff. grab them. <laughs> All kinds of stuff, man. Water balloon fights, super soaker fights, like whatever you're gonna do outside, do it. Have a good time. Wear your watch. Yeah. Let's not forget hot tubs. I mean, you know, 
Although hot tubs are really not designed well for watches. <laughs> I heard, yeah, so I've heard. Yeah, it really kind of messes up with the with the case integrity of, of the seals and everything like that. It's yeah, it was, not a good situation. Damn. Noted. <laughs> yeah, because I mean the water's hot. I mean, it, I mean some uh, some of the temperatures on those things are like 120, 100, you know, 25 degrees. And you put a watch that is 50 meters in there, like it's just gonna shrivel that gasket or it's gonna cause the case to 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 expand or contract. You know, because it's going from cold to hot very fast. Yeah, no, that's um, and that's how it's that's how you get moisture le- leakage. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. They said even something as simple as like putting your watch like close to a shower head, just because the pressure can actually force the water past the gaskets. Wow. Yeah, just I mean, crazy stuff. You know, I never, I, I think, always thought showering with your watch is a bad move. Now I'm happy I never did. I always shower with my watch. To be honest, <laughs> I'm, I am so bad about it. I, I actually, well, I, I will say this: I'm one of those weirdos that literally never takes my watch off. I will sleep in my watch every day. I have done it. I don't do it on purpose. For me, ta- no, taking off taking off the watch is sort of the the end of my day. It's like put closing the book. Yeah. No, and, and I get it. There's no shade against anybody that does that because I know, like, I am certainly in the minority here. Because you're like, you don't, like, I don't take my wedding band off either, like, ever. Like, I don't take it off the shower. I don't take it off to go in the pool or work out. Like, I always have my, my wedding band, my ring, and, and my watch on me at all times, like, period. And if it's not a nice watch, it's something else that is still a watch, like a G Shock or a Swatch or something. And with no that, what. And with that, I guess we can jump into summer watches here. I know I've got some picks. I tried to keep it a little off the wall, right? Like I'm going to say this: I, I I really struggled to to find really kind of off the wall picks, just because for me it's like I, I I have stuff that really needs to fit my criteria, and if it doesn't, then it's just like I'm not going to choose it. So let's start with you then, since you got the the more obscure collection. What do you got? Okay, so one watch that I guess is not that easy to get these days, <laughs> um, despite not being a tremendous brand, but uh, they do fun colors. They give you a chronograph, which is interesting. Studio underdog. Ah, okay. Right. They've got the watermelon. They've got the eggplant, which yeah. I thought was sick, but they give you plenty of different colors. You could choose from, you get the, Chronograph function, I believe it's a seagull movement in there. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's a S- Chinese. ST19, yeah. Yeah. I don't know which exactly is, which one it is, but I know it's for sure a seagull or some type of Chinese chrono. I think it's a 1901, if I'm not mistaken. It but, still uh, looks really nice, though, through the exhibition case back, because I have a collector friend here locally that has one. That, uh, that, well, it's that a, what? That it's, a, it's a Venus clone, that movement? Mm, I don't know. I, believe, <laughs> I don't know I enough about it because I know it has a column wheel. Though I was going to say sure it's it column, column wheel for yeah, yeah. given the price. But anyway, these come in, I believe, somewhere around five hundred pounds. So convert that, whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, not crazy price, fun colors. Like I said, you get it. You get a complication. It's column wheel chrono, so that's cool. Yeah. And it's it's nicely finished. I mean, like it looks really, really nice. Yeah, and they're they're just fun watches, right? And I think that's part of the summer idea too, is that you're you're out to have fun. You want somewhat of a an eye catcher, and I think it checks all of those boxes. 
Yeah. And I think somebody, because uh, I think they just did a drop like either yesterday or the day before at the point of recording this one. Um, I'm pretty sure they just like reopen their, their, their ordering and then they close it again. Cause Might uh, have been for, the, another... for the, uh, the eggplant. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, that one's basically, that, that one's vaporware. Like, you're yeah, not gonna you're that. not getting that for obvious reasons. <laughs> I mean, but that watch, that watch was pretty sick. And oh, the I'm... fact that, the fact and what was funny for, yeah again yeah absolutely but what's funny about that watch is it was kind of a troll joke at first oh yeah and then they decided to do it and i was like that's that to me is just awesome that you have a company that doesn't take itself so seriously that is certainly something that i can can get behind and i can jive with because watch collecting should, should always be fun and if it's not fun then maybe you need to reevaluate why you're collecting watches agreed on that but this is a good one, man. Have you have you seen one of these in person? I have not. They're fun. They like they're like they already look cool online. They're even better in person. Like even better. Um, it's 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 just a very simple watch. I love the proportions. I love the fact that it's manual wind. It's a very you know slender profile given it's a chrono, and it's just, I mean, they're five hundred euros. So again, you do the conversion. It's not a bad price point, but just a really solid looking watch. I can't go wrong with this. All right. Why don't you lay one on me here? All right. So this is one that I, I keep kind of going back and forth on myself because I actually still want it. Um, so maybe I'll have to take a trip to watch the Switzerland and, and pull the trigger. But I definitely do think I want to get um, a sub 600T from Doxa, mm. the new one. I keep looking at it. 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 And I love it. It's specifically the aquamarine color. Yeah. Because that color to me is just, it's loud. It's summer all the way. It's got everything that I want it to have. And I just, I think that case design is quirky. And as a Doxa owner of two other cases in style, this would be kind of a nice compliment uh, to what I already have. But uh, and the price was not bad. It's 1500 bucks. So it's a lot less expensive than that new Doxa military that came out today that I'm <laughs> cringing at that I didn't have the opportunity to buy. Because uh, that watch is that watch is purely epic, but which it's full surround. Which, if I can call time out here, may or may not have been mentioned in a predictions episode you, a know, few months ago. And apparently they brought the heat because they had like the Swiss government like sign off saying that they had actually issued this. Wow. And that Doxa should be basically like the rightful creators of this piece. Uh, so sorry, Synchron. You're probably going to take a backseat on this one. And then not only as, as if that was already cool enough, they also one-upped it because they didn't PVD the case. They just released a full black ceramic case. Yeah, I did see that. The that's first crazy. one that Doxa has ever created. And I think that that's fantastic, especially at the $4,500 price point. I mean, it's not it's not an inexpensive Doxa by any stretch. I mean, you're kind of you're floating right into into basically, you know, black based ceramic territory um, with that price point. But uh, very cool case design. Very cool to see a Doxa do it in ceramic. And I think that that's that's honestly the the best watch to 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 debut a black Doxa in. Um, but anyway, I digress, man. Uh, Aquamarine Doxa six six hundred T for me, I think just keeps 
keeps pulling at my heartstrings, man, and I and I and I want it bad. So watch the Switzerland. I might be hitting you up. And that's funny because I also had Doxa on my list. No, you did not. I did because Uh-oh. I think though. I mean, given the listen, the professional is obvious. I think the diving star is obvious. Mm-hmm. But I think the new white pearls are. Ooh, I was this close to putting white pearl. Yes, yes. I, I know you took a liking to that one too, especially with I the media did. campaign and when everyone and Doxa was like, "Yeah, everyone's doing colors. We're going white." Yeah, check <laughs> I was like, out. dang, that's a move. And you know, you could pick your flavor, like you said. You can go from six hundred T, three hundred, three hundred T. You get all different price points. You get up to carbon, right? Which is honestly pretty sick. Yeah, it is absolutely. Right? The, the carbon has the that's a full loom dial. It is a full loom dial, and that's. Even more special. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, you can pick your flavor. You can go pretty accessible with the 600 or you can go all the way up to the carbon and I mean, even, even the sub 200 in yeah. the white pearl. That was the first one that debuted. Yeah, the I was going to say pearl. they've had that for a little bit. I think. Yeah. And that one, I mean, that model's like under $1,000. I think it's like nine ninety five yep. or nine fifty retail. I mean, it's nothing. That's a great watch from a very historic dive watch. Brand. from diving heritage yeah i mean and i have i have a sub 200 that has a navy dial uh i love the watch i get so many compliments on it and it is a strap monster even though it's a 19 mil it still fits everything so i rock it it's cool but i think they give you that all the versatility in the world you can go beads of rice or whatever bracelet might come on you can go rubber strap i mean hell i've even seen it on natos and tropics it still looks good either way there's there's no missing with those i think the the cases are just so well proportioned and designed that absolutely you know i, I the more i think about it like if, if you were gonna if you were a diving head and wanted a one watch collection i think doxa might just be your your one-stop shop totally agree totally agree with that so that's it so th- that's your second one the doxa yeah I, I had okay. it in my list. I, I decided to pivot into Doxa because you already had it on the table. I kind of I, I, I had them in price order a little bit, but since since we were already there, I decided to to make the pit stop. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, so I'm gonna pull out a watch, and I know you mentioned kind of earlier that you want to stay more current, and I totally agree with you. All the rest of my picks after this one are current, but this is a watch that came back out in 2017, so it's not too terribly old, but still kind of old. Um, but this is a very special Omega that uh, that many people probably never saw um, or weren't really sure about. Uh, and this watch was a it was part of the, the Planet Ocean family, um, but it was the Michael Phelps edition. I don't know if you've mm. ever seen this watch. It was a white dial Seamaster Planet Ocean Chrono with like orange and blue accents. Okay. We'll have to put a, a a picture of this in the in the in the posting when this go, when this goes live. Just because this watch is insane, it's such a good looking watch. The way the colors like interact with one another, I sincerely wish at some point Omega will make this color scheme in a standard three hander Planet Ocean because it just is so good. I. It's amazing. And it was a limited edition and it was sold only online through Omega's e-commerce platform, which is, I think, 
officially when they launched it. it was back at that time and um the watch is a home run dude it's just like it's a very vibrant blue it's very vibrant orange you know piggybacked off to that crisp white uh very cool and it was a true limited edition it did 280 pieces total oh okay so it's a it's a rare watch as well (laughs) but certainly one that most people probably haven't seen and it's a it's a banger i love it yeah this would go very well in my collection it fits like half of my sports teams so (laughs) have you ever seen this watch before Obviously not in person. <laughs> I've seen pictures of it, but okay, yeah. I don't know if this I've is, ever paid that much attention to it, to be honest. It's just one of those watches that like people just don't know, and like you see it and you're like, oh, it's a, it's an Omega, and you're it's Planet Ocean. And you're like, okay, and you kind of dismiss it, yeah. And then when you realize, you're like, wait, that's not a normal Omega. That's not a normal Planet Ocean. It's uh, it's really cool. I love this watch to death. And I have a I have a buddy of mine locally where I live that has it. And every time I see him wearing it, oh my gosh, like it was insane. And he told me the story like how he got it because he didn't buy it online through the Omega website. Like he was able to somehow broker his local boutique to like pull it and buy and like sell it to him in the store because he wanted his salesperson to get credit for it. Wow. Which what I thought was kind of gangster. Like that's a that's a pretty awesome move. So, yeah, there I you like go. the orange orange twelve. I know, man. That's a nice touch. It's just it's just so good. <laughs> There's nothing when I when I look at this watch, it's like this watch could totally be made today, and it would be every bit as amazing of a watch. Yeah, this, I wouldn't say it looks outdated. Mm-mm. I mean, again, it's it's te- it's technically still current generation Planet Ocean. It just is a color scheme that only existed for, I don't know, six months, maybe. Yeah, the, fl- the Florida Gators would, would dig this watch. Oh, my. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Absolutely. Are you if, serious? If Tim Tebow doesn't own this, I, I don't know what he's doing. But you know, actually, Tim Tebow <laughs> owns an Omega Planet Ocean Chronograph. Oh, no way. That's a yeah, he does. He does. He wears a <laughs> he wears a titanium Planet Ocean Chronograph from the previous generation. I only know this because I was walking through like some random like tchotchke store and his like book was like on on like one of these like aisles these end caps and he's like he had his hands like praying right on the book cover and you oh, can yeah. see the watch and i was like oh i stopped my wife and i was like look and she's like what is that and i was like this is tim tebow she's like who who is that? So I'm like, <laughs> wow really all right we're just we're just gonna keep moving keep it moving that's funny but he does have an omega and it is florida gator scholarship I can't say I'm surprised. I'm not. I've, I've always secretly wanted him to wear one, and I was like, oh, sweet validation. All right, piggybacking off the orange theme a little bit here, I'm going to go on with one that is super fresh at the current moment. Super fresh. So these got leaked last week. Our the friend, no, not yet. <laughs> our friend, our friend, the the Seiko Five Sports, the lonely lost puppy, I think has finally found his way. They turned him into a GMT. You didn't see this? Did I, did I miss this? Yeah, I think you did. So they made the Five KX into a GMT. It leaked pet last week. 
I don't know if it's a jumping arrow GMT. I know their presage is, but that's a six R movement, and this is a four R movement. So I'm thinking it might not be, but I can't say for sure. But these babies come in a variety of colors, as you expect. Yeah. Unfortunately, I did not see a black and green. I thought that would have been an epic troll on Seiko's part. <laughs> this way, it'll come on three months. <laughs> but they do have an orange. Yeah, and that's kind of the old gilted orange one that they used yeah. to make. And they even come on a Jubilee, which is nice. Yeah. And it's, it's got sort of that SKX 011 color scheme. It's like orange dial with the black yeah. and gold bezel. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. I remember that. I I was always teetering on Amazon late night purchases. I'm like, should I get this one? It's kind of cool. I'm like, eh, it feels a little old with the gold. But it's it's certainly a cool color scheme. It works here with the GMT for sure. And I think they finally have found this watch's calling. You know, I I could see that. Where Especially I could get you lost the diving water resistance. It's like, right. what is it? I could get by now with the lesser water resistance without the screw down crown. I'm okay with it now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you still have some versatility there, but yeah, you know, you don't need it to be a diving watch because it's not a diving watch. So right, exactly. And plus, how many people are modding their Seikos with GMT bezels anyway? Yeah, I mean, James Stacy really kind of like helped bring that to forefront. I mean, I know that there was other people doing it before him, but ever since he had his SKX with that GMT bezel, like everyone just started putting GMT bezels on their SKXs. I'm like, guys, like it's not, it's not a real GMT. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want to do mental math to try to figure out where my bezel is aligned to calculate the right time zone. And if I so. remember correctly, these babies are coming in under 600. I, it might even be under 500. Let me see if I and can that find was, the price. That was directly from someone I was talking to who was talking to a, a Seiko rep. Okay. Okay. So plenty affordable. And I mean, if they could, if they do, did somehow manage to make this a jumping hour, that would be a that would pretty be darn epic. good. That would be a pretty darn good value, to be honest. Yeah, especially for those people looking to get into a GMT. That I mean, because I mean, let's be honest. There's not a lot of like legitimate GMTs from notable brands that are under that price point. No, like, not at, at all. So not any that anybody that I can think of. So I mean, this is this is a solid home run. I had I I must have missed these because I just legitimately didn't see them. Yeah. So they're got a little they're reference SSK 003, and 005. Automatic. Oh, somebody's calling it already. Automatic true GMT four wow. R thirty four movement. So this is from Watch Chris. He uploaded this six days ago. So. According to his video on YouTube, which I, I don't watch him, so I don't know who he is. But according to this video on YouTube, he says it is a true GMT. Wow, that's honestly that's that's tremendous work. That's a, that is a game changer. I man, that that's a pretty awesome summer watch because it's like it's like an adventure watch. You know what I mean? Like it's. And I mean, you do traveling in the summer, right? Absolutely. So, go go perfect. anywhere, do anything. Yep. And when you travel to these crazy locations where your watch might get stolen off your wrist. Hey. Hey, no you know deal. what? Take my $600 Seiko, please. <laughs> I'll get a new one on Amazon. It's already ordered in the cart. That's awesome. That's a very cool watch. 
yeah that one when, immediately when i thought summer watch i was like bing that's it that's that's cool all right so my next pick um is something that we kind of touched on i think it was last episode um that we had kind of both been dancing around wanting and we just haven't you know really pulled the trigger yet um and then one of the representatives from this respective company like started following us on uh, on social so that was kind of cool but anyway for me um i've always wanted to have one in my collection i think i've mentioned this before but it's a zodiac uh seawolf and specifically the new one the updated seawolf 53 uh jay from uh watch cringe has this watch and every time you post it i keep seeing it i i love it i want it um it's also very cool because the the loom is completely orange on this watch which is not something that you see commonly yeah and it's a 39 millimeter at 20 mil lux so i mean this is a strap monster it looks good on a rubber isoframe tropic whatever you want to put it on you can do that and there's a jubilee style bracelet that you can put on it it's just a very good looking watch and i like the newer version because it's kind of modern sporty but it's still you know very much of that 1950s design so i don't know and yeah the price uh, really good our bro matt from spirit of time actually just had one in for review as well they talked about it on this week's episode um he basically gave a rundown of the whole thing he likened it not one for one but he said it punches in the same ballpark as the black bay 58 he said it's that good whoa that's that's high praise that's a yeah that's a pretty bold claim especially because there's only there's always been one complaint that i've had with these watches that has been echoed across other mediums is just the loom is not very bright it's a it's very quickly fading so I don't know if that's just due to the color of the loom that they're using or there's just not a significant deposition of loom. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the specs are it's 39 mil. It's 11 millimeters thick, automatic, 20 mil lugs, 200 meters water resistant. I mean, this is a it's a really good looking watch. And I, it's not not that I really need another black dial watch in my collection, <laughs> but uh I can I could I could find some room for this guy. And something tells me that might not be your only dial variant for the near future. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. I hope not. I know that they're they're constantly always coming out with uh with new stuff, but Zodiac is interesting because they release things in like small batches. Yes. You know, like they'll do like a small batch drop and then like they sell it and then it's out for a while, then they do another one. It's very interesting. They even liken this like on their website to like whiskey, you know, like a small yeah. batch drop of whiskey, which is kind of funny. Yeah, I would uh, I would do some pretty, pretty bad stuff if they re-released that golf colored GMT. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, this all the colorways get me. There was the um, the uh, the was it the Lime Sherbert Jim uh, Lime Sherbert Diver from a while ago. There was the GMT version. There was the the one they called the watermelon. And then there was my personal favorite that they did for um, a blog to watch. It was the one that was called the Aquamarine Dream. 
don't know if you ever saw that one. I did. That one is actually oh, sick. God, that one. <laughs> that is just I, like every on, time aqua. I look at it, I just like I. It gives me just like like Mexico Cozumel diving vibes, like that turquoise blue water that you see in the tropics. Just that's exactly. I mean, and I've seen it firsthand. That's exactly what the watch looks like. That's exactly what the water looks like in that area. And I just, I want one so bad. I just, I mean, they've been long since sold out. So I um, don't think I'll ever get one, but it's just such a cool colorway, man. Yeah. For me, that's a, a brand. Colorway. That's a brand I've literally just been waiting for the exact right flavor to come out and then just and, pounce. And, yeah. And I feel like yeah. it's close. I'm just, it's not there right this second, but it is, it's on the, the cusp. Yeah, man, they, it's, yeah. I hear a lot of good things. I hear a lot of good things and they do a lot of cool stuff. So maybe one day I'll add a, I'll add a Zodiac to the collection. Mm. Yeah. And that's a heritage brand too. That's not, that's not some, some Johnny come lately. No, exactly. They, they have substance. They right. have some heritage. So they were out there go, trying to go head to head, Rolex and Blanc Pond. Back in you the know, day. Doing their thing, baby. All right. My next pick, you almost spoiled before, so I'm going to get that one out while I still can. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Something off off of the beaten path, I think a lot of people probably would scroll right past when they saw it. Uh, you mentioned it before. Bell & Ross put out what they call pilot's watches. I, I, they don't read overly piloty to me personally. They're divers. They, they, <laughs> They're yeah, divers. they look like divers to me. <laughs> But they put out two variations, both of them honestly pretty slick and yes, very summery. Yes. You There's know which one I like. You know which one I like for sure. The full loom. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. So they have a they have an <laughs> orange. It's the BR V two nine two. It's orange dial or full loom, which is almost like a pistachio color. Yeah. And it looks pretty damn sick. And then obviously the lights go out and it's all loomed up. But yes, 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 yes. You know, the, for a brand that, you know, I don't know if they even catch a lot of flack. I feel like people just don't consider them much for whatever reason. But they do probably one of my favorite date executions where you get a circular date, which I think kind of makes up for people's gripe with the 430 date. Yeah, 100%. In addition to these two, they also put out another watch that is what I consider pretty summery, but I don't know if I could own it because looking at it like kind of makes me dizzy. It's the BR0394 multimeter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The exercise so, watch. Yeah, so this apparently you can use this for any kind of physical activity. I don't know how the hell you read this thing. All I know is <laughs> it's like a Navid timer on steroids. Yeah, it really is. And it's all colored. It's like Rasta colored and it's. I like I said, I get a little dizzy reading it, but I don't know if you noticed it has a 1230 date. 1230. Oh, it does. It has a 1230 date, please. I didn't even realize that was I, there. I had to just I stared at it for like 15 minutes. I was like, oh my God, what's that? Like after I got <laughs> done looking at everything else. Oh my gosh. And I didn't know it was an LE. It's a limited edition. Yeah, it is a limited edition. Okay, all right. Yeah, it kind of gives me the vibes of those old walkman chronos that are i think oh, they're yeah, rega- yeah. i think they're regattas but 
that old that whole entire genre of like those colorful regatta timers it kind of reminds me of yes. that but apparently yeah. this is made for for all kinds of physical activities even though i i don't know if i'd choose a bell on ross for such but yeah and, and and bell and ross is such an interesting brand because i remember back in the day when i was still selling watches like they were so hot like you couldn't keep any of those in stock well, it was probably because, around when Panerai was the same thing. Exactly. I mean, they were just like they had the military connection. They had the whole, you know, flight instrument thing, the squared case, you know, the big giant screws on the top. Like it was a whole vibe and everyone wanted them, man. They were so good. And I think people just finally, they, they just kind of Panerai themselves where you, like you can only make so many of the same watch yeah they, you know? they have a very similar design language across all their models yeah yeah and and, and to their credit it is cohesive i yes. mean that's the one thing that's the one thing that i have to give bell and ross a lot of credit for their design language is 100 percent truly their own like it is their own style it's their own look they've co-opted it for different things i love their diver that they came out with several years ago now I mean, it's a square case diver. It's totally. I like within it because Bell it's square case language. and it has a round. Yes. Bezel yes. dial. <laughs> but I mean, when I look at it, I'm like. It's yeah, that's totally that's. But, it, but I'm, my point is, when I see it, I'm like, yeah, that's a Bell and Ross. Like, it's unmistakably Bell and Ross. It's certainly in the best not way. a Submariner clone no <laughs> and 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 you can't tell me you cannot argue with me that this watch looks like anything else besides what it is because it doesn't and like i said they have their design language and they're sticking to it and i and i and i cannot fault them for that i like it i like that about them yeah who knows maybe i'll get a bell and ross one day there's so many watches that i want who knows I know you're right there with me, bro. It's funny. Oh, it's fine. Honestly, it's fine. making making these episodes is honestly bad for me because I go and look at these. <laughs> I didn't know this, but the full loom dial, I guess, and the orange one are both limited editions. They is are. Right? They are LEs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So deliveries, 500 pieces total, and and I love the fact if you there's a photo on the website of like it fully loomed up. Mm-hmm. Um. It's cool because the 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 actual dial loom itself is like a turquoise and then the hands are green. So even though it's fully loomed, most fully loomed dials will do like the black hands and black numbers. Yes. This one actually has two colors of loom, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, I like that. It's sick. And there's a chrono version too, which I didn't know. And the good news is right this I, they are limited, but I, I don't know if you have to fight that many people to get them yeah i don't know i don't know 500 pieces seems like a lot but who knows who knows maybe there's a lot of bell and ross collectors i don't know about all right so uh, i'm gonna go with my my kind of last official pick and this is a brand that we've i think we've touched on before um that's that's been on kind of on my radar certainly on my social media like all the time but i just haven't found anybody that owns one of these pieces or you know has has gave them a metaphorical shot if you will 
but I keep seeing them covered on, on major watch platforms and, and, and blogs and things like that. So um, I was recently looking through, uh, through Watchville, you know, doing some research and stuff like that, so, certainly for, for this podcast as well. And I came across Vare, which we've talked about before. Yep. But they just released a new model that was covered by our friends at Fratello. And it's 36 millimeters. It's called the Atlas. And I don't know if this came across your feed, but uh, there's two distinctive colorways. One is a like a almost like a traffic cone orange, <laughs> which I already think is like amazing. Um, but the other is like a kind of like a navy dial. But it's they're 36 millimeters. They're automatic. They have a little bit of date just esque vibes to them but it looks like a sport watch to me and 100 meter water resistance screw down crown 20 millimeter lugs you know it's they got a miota movement inside so it's certainly a, a workhorse movement they are assembled here in the united states um, take it or leave that if that's important for you or not but it's just a very cool watch like when i look at it I get certainly date just vibes. I get oyster perpetual vibes. Yeah, I get that red coral vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's I, the thing is though with the, with this one is it looks more orange than it looks more red to me. Yeah. Um, and I also kind of if you if you're familiar with you know Traska, you know like some of their watches, like it's yes. kind of like those all I, had like a baby. I do get that. You know, but at six hundred and twenty nine dollars, and on a jubilee, and I mean on multiples. You could do you could do a regular oyster bracelet, you could do a jubilee. I think it really it already comes standard with an FKM rubber. You can do a leather or you can do a NATO. Like you have <laughs> all the options. At six hundred and twenty nine dollars, I'm like, I, um, I can't. Okay, please. I can't look at FKM rubber without thinking the game. F Mary Kill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got gotcha, you. I probably I gotcha. just screwed everybody else up out there too. Now, yeah, so you probably enjoy, did. You enjoy probably that. Did. But yeah, yeah, I can't right. look at FK and rubber without seeing that. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I I, I spoke incorrectly. If it's on a brace, it's six hundred twenty nine dollars. If you go with the NATO strap, it's five forty nine. The Horween leather is six twenty nine, and then the bracelet options for Jubilee is six forty nine, and then Oyster is six twenty nine. So it looks like the Jubilee is the most expensive, but still we're well under $700 for a very cool looking watch from a cool brand. I mean, yeah, I, I know I that they're up this. and coming. And I mean, and again, if you want kind of that OP, you know, Explorer vibe, this is it. And it's, and it's in your sweet spot, 36 mil. Yeah. And they do make another one that has very much 1016 DNA. Yes. They have, I mean, this, they have a lot of options. This one just came onto my radar because I believe this is their newest watch. But they have certainly many, many other options that are more kind of military-inspired, more field watch-inspired. They have diving watches. They, they have a lot of stuff. It's just, you know, now they're, they're kind of expanding their portfolio a little bit. Yeah, damn. Now I can't wait for Wind Up NYC because I know they're, they're always there. Yeah. Get my hands on I mean, this I, bad boy. I've I've heard you know through the rumblings I've heard a lot of good things about Vare. I just 
I haven't seen them in person. I haven't held any. I haven't held one. I don't know anybody that personally owns one yet. Um, otherwise, you know, I, I would I would make you know suitable comments on this. But from what I can tell, from those that are, have reviewed them, they they seem to speak very favorably of them. So, cool. That's an ultra sneaky pick. I like it. Extremely sneaky. When you said we had touched on them before, I I was sure you were going to go Aquastar because they just dropped those thirty eight mil. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean which, that would have been that would have been that would have been real sneaky, but which quite summerific there. But again, they don't have they don't have bright colors, but I consider that pretty summery. They have just yeah a, for sure. I mean, I guess because they're diving watches and you know tropic straps just, and all that. They're stuff. just so hard to get. They're just so hard to get. Yeah, like, like, all I think they're all out. they're all up for pre order right now. I think. I mean, according to their website, it says all sold out. So I don't know what that means or if it's not all right i will give you my last pick and then a couple quick honorable mentions and we can close yeah. this bad boy out i was a hundred percent sure you were going to take one of these already i'm glad you didn't because my idea for a summer watch and very much in the vein of this ver to be honest would be the new aquaterra in various colors Notably, mm. the terracotta or the green. Or I know people like the yellow. It's not really for me. I really oh, love the, dude, this, I, this, I love the it's green. So I, it's I so good. It's so good. I love the terracotta. The, the terracotta, having seen it in person, is is fantastic. It's amazing. But the sunray finish in that package, and I, I think it's all the the same ideas you just said about this watch just in a much more Omega design language. And you know, you're getting a superior product to pretty much anything in that price range. And to be frankly above. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's not much else. They're not, there's not much else I could say about it. I mean, you know, how many, how many watches are you getting that kind of package, that kind of nice proportion, that kind of finish with a master chronometer movement, I can go on and on. And I think we beat this horse yeah. to death a lot on this show, but you know, I, I know people see the $6,000 price tag and they're like, well, why would I drop 6,000 on this? I mean, for all of the reasons I just listed and more. Yeah. I think you're getting your money's worth. I know it, it yeah. doesn't seem like you like, it's a time only watch, but, 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 okay. But I mean, again, it's a time only watch, but it still has a date. You're getting, and even then what's you're still getting you're getting water resistance you're getting anti-magnetism you're getting master chronometer you're getting just a cool looking dial i mean that that is for me i mean first and foremost like you you know know, like yeah i I do still say that to people a lot i do still say the number one thing you know it's like the stupid cliche you eat you eat with your eyes and if if the food looks good it tastes good well yeah if the watch looks good you're gonna like it more one way or another Despite right. what's inside, you are going to enjoy it more if it looks great. And that's just facts of life, right? So absolutely, absolutely. I think they're all they're all can't miss. I I am yet to see one in person. I'm really looking forward to trying one on. I think you're going to love them, especially I think I will too, <laughs> especially especially in the 38 millimeter size. I think you're you're really going to like them. The, the the bracelet is amazing from what i hear it's 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 a completely redesigned bracelet it's it, the integration is so different the this everything about these new aquaterras is amazing so and i think like for for me i think that would fit 
tremendously in my own collection just because like I could put that side by side with the Grand Seiko have two very different very over the top crazy engineered pieces but both like awesome in their own right and I think that would be dope yeah yeah I agree yeah so that's bad news for me in my wallet <laughs> hey but it's gonna be good news for you and your wrist yeah for my wrist game for your wrist game because that's important risk yeah. game risk game on flex but no so i actually i thought about picking one of those watches um i i purposefully did not just because i don't know i know we had talked about them you know not too long ago and i wanted to kind of pick something a little bit different so although to me that is the ultimate summer watch <laughs> period i mean that, like i said you get one of those those bright colors hard to beat Right, you're, sure. not worried, you're not worried. Sure. You're not worried about getting pushed in the pool. You could nope. show. You could wear that with a suit, and you would be stunning. Right, you would be looking so good. Even if you got like the terracotta, right? Boys. Just just match your tie to the terracotta, and you'll be stunning. It, it's it's it is those that entire collection is such a showstopper. Period. They look amazing. So um, certainly very very cool pieces. Other than that, uh, I had a couple that I breezed over that I, I didn't necessarily include in my list here, but just to just to rip them off. Obviously, I've talked about this one before. I own it. Any of these yeah, autodromos, yeah, yeah. I think, fit the bill, especially the the brighter Ooh, ones. Like, you know, the uh, the Corsica honestly is like with the the alternate Miami jersey colors are just insane with the the blue and the pink. But even the the black ones with the they have like all neon accents. They have the neon green or the neon orange. There's Safari, you know. There's this one which is a little bit like uh, vintage Gatorade remix colors. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they all they they're very summery to me, and I think they just their bracelet design makes them like elite for wearing out in the sun. Um, oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Aside from that. The Seiko Solars, these these bad boys, the SNEs. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the new ones. Yeah, you know, I feel like that. I feel like they're a great summer watch for people who don't want to worry about their watch. I mean, it's yeah. quartz. You're never gonna have to reset it. You can bang it around. You can wear it in the pool. And it's you know, what thirty eight millimeters, thirty nine millimeters. I believe. I believe it's. I want to say think it's, it's thirty eight. Yeah, I want to say it's thirty eight. And you know you can get it in any. I think they have a, a like a lighter blue and a green now, but you could just get it in black, and it's as versatile as it could possibly be. You know, goes on every single strap. And what's the, what's the reference again? S N E. I want to say it's like 057 or 055, 053, I think. Not 057. That's a different one. Uh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, 38 millimeters. And I and I love the new kind of flat vent style straps that come on. It's kind of like a it looks like it's more like a silicone strap, but it's kind of in that like old school flat vent style. Yes, I, I like it a lot. Yeah, thirty eight millimeters, twenty eight millimeter, twenty millimeters lug width, not twenty eight. Sorry, guys. <laughs> twenty millimeters, twenty eight would be massive. Yes. Like, do you want to pull prof with that strap? And you and you have the patty version, right? I do. I do. Because it's got that little that one's cool. That little aqua accent on it. 
Yeah. And I like the I like the new patties are not like the red, white, and blue colors. They're more chill, tropical colors than that. Yeah. That's right, cool. Hold on. What is the reference number of this? I swore I swore it was that and it's not. It's the SNE575. Is that's what it is. Five seven. I knew I had the numbers right, just wrong order. Yeah, five seven five. Looking at our our friend uh, Mark from Long Island, watch my fellow he's, Long Islander. Yeah, he's got these in stock right now. And then there's oh, so it's five seven five and then five eight five for the blue, and then the green is let's see here. The green version is five eight three. There you go. But good looking watches. When these first started popping up on Amazon, I was like, that's kind of a a nice pick. You know, it especially sort for like a set it and forget it, you know? It was sort of a I don't know how this is gonna look when it shows up. You know, like I don't know if the yeah. renders are really gonna be so great and this is gonna be very lackluster, but I saw people got them and they really weren't. And I was like, all right, for the for that price. Yeah, I mean a few hundred dollars. I mean yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the actual price is of them. Is it is it pretty close to to the retail price or? I'm gonna be honest. I bought mine used, three hundred bucks. Okay, so a couple hundred bucks, and you're good to go. So you bought a hundred seventy five dollars off. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. A, a knock around watch like this, I, I don't see it, especially one that's released recently, so it can't even be that old. I, I yeah, used all the way for me. Yeah, I think I think these started. I think the original version started hitting the market at the end of last year, like. Quarter yeah. three, quarter four is when I started seeing these pop up. But yeah, good looking watches, man, for sure. Yeah. And then, you know, I guess I last but not least, you know, I think obviously everybody has seen enough of the the moon swatch at, at nauseum by now. <laughs> but I think this I think the sleeper of that group for a summer watch would be the Jupiter. Ooh. Which is the tan with the orange accent. Kind of, Looking kind of kind of like kind the of Ultraman. Mojave, kind of Mojave, kind of Ultraman. Yeah. I think that would be a, a sleeper for a summer watch if you didn't want something bright blue, red, etc. Yeah, for sure. Especially with just that little pop of orange. Yeah. I'm so I was so jealous listening to our to our boys at at uh wrist check pod and and they, they all cut the mood swatches and I'm yep. just over here sitting in my sadness, waiting, hoping, praying. I can get one. Your 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 memes about this, bro, in the last couple of weeks have has really started to, to trigger people, <laughs> including myself. <laughs> Especially the one of like the old tired guy sitting at the computer saying that they were going to be available online. Dude, somebody in the comment, up. somebody in the comments is like, "Wait, he's like, who who said they were going to be available online?" I was like, "Dude, don't start going down this rabbit hole. I promise it was what? said." I was like, I promise this was said. <laughs> no, people need to know that they, like they're going to be sold online. They're if, listed on the website. Yeah. Oh, gosh. The misinformation. Nah, I don't, that's, yeah. that's probably that's probably probably the hardest part about owning, having a Amoeba can is the first. At least the first 15 minutes to one day you have to like there's like a defense zone where you're just going to have to field. Idiots. I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, most of the comments are pretty funny, but then you just get, you either get people who are like, 
way factually off or they just leave super cryptic comments and you're like all right you're probably trying to take a swipe at me but like i don't know what you're talking about and neither is anybody else so <laughs> yeah you can be oh, a man and, and come at me or you can just enjoy your be a your man. lonely lonely joke be a man <sighs> but that's all i got my friend i i would yeah. say my only my only other honorable mention this one is um who's also an aquaterra but specifically the new small seconds okay. two-tone with the glacier blue dot. It's Our really only good. appearance of precious metals in this list. Yeah. But that is to me, that is a Miami, that is a Caribbean, that is a tropical vacation watch. Yeah, I'm wearing the shirt open with that. Absolutely. With a gold chain. Oh, you know, I got one. With a gold chain. I got a it's it's a rite of passage as an Italian American is you have to have a, a gold chain with a cross and the thing that looks like a chili pepper, but it's really it's a bull it's a bullhorn and it, it wards off the uh the evil eye. Ah, I'm sure yes. you've seen the, it. It hangs, it hangs from people's it hang, it hangs from people's rearview mirrors and it's usually red and it has like a little crown on it and it looks like a people always say, What the hell is this chili pepper? It's not a chili pepper, it's a bullhorn. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, you gotta you gotta make sure you keep the ojo at bay, bro. Yeah, always. We call it, we call it the the malocchio, which means yeah. the, the 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 evil eye, the bad eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mal is <laughs> is is bad. Right. In in romantic <laughs> languages, yeah. I mean, yeah. In uh, in Spanish, uh, where where I'm derivative from, it's uh it's the ojo, it's just just the eye, and it's the same type of uh, the thing. There you go. We're more alike than you knew. Cultural, cultural podcasting. <laughs> yes, cultural podcasting, bringing everybody together here at Wrist Cheese Radio. But with that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys uh, for joining us on episode 28. Um, we sincerely hope you'll tune in next week on episode 29. Bro, we'll leave that one off. But uh, to all of you folks at home, thank you so much for joining, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bro. Adios.